Our next guest is Minnetonka head coach Tracy Cassano, champions of Section 2 AA, making another trip to the state tournament. Tracy, how are you? I am feeling like a champion today. All right. That's our yeah. first coach to say they feel like a champion today. <laughs> you officially are a champion right there. And uh, thanks for calling us, and we'll talk to you later. <laughs> so why are Sounds you, good, thanks. Why are you feeling like a champion? Just super excited about being at the state tournament with this team. I'm super proud of our girls this year. Um, some A fun fact that not a lot of people know about the Minnetonka Skippers this year is that you know, we graduated 10 seniors from last year's team and we actually graduated the highest number of goals and points out of any team uh, in the state, not just the teams at the state tournament, um, but any team in the state. And so I'm just proud of the kids um, for, you know, really, uh, you know, reloading. Um, I would say I I felt like we reloaded versus rebuilding Um, to be back here at the state tournament is just a testament to um, you know, I think that their, uh, their work ethic and their dedication and drive and i super proud of them. You know, it's ironic that you said that because that was one of my questions as I was going to ask you and we, I was hoping to get into the conversation, but I'm going to push right away. What is the biggest difference between your 21 team and your 20 team? I think you kind of nailed it there. Or is there a little bit more to uncover? Maybe the leadership as well, not just the points? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had, like I said, we graduated 10, 10 seniors from last year's team. We were very talented and, you know, kind of to give a comparison, I would say, um, you know, last year's squad, it was kind of like a Ferrari. I felt like we were, you know, very, very polished. We could come out to quick starts, kind of score at will. And I would say this year's team more resembles like a a Ford F-150, which is uh, the kind of car I drive. Um, you know, it's, it's just going to continue to work hard and we're going to grind and we're going to stick to our game plan and we wear teams down and, um, you know, definitely it starts with our, our senior leadership. Um, we have four senior captains who, you know, this is multiple appearances for them at state tournaments. Um, but otherwise we have a pretty young team and, um, through their leadership, I think everybody is really bought into you know, playing for their teammates and and playing for the M, and that's led to our success this season. So you compared your team to a Ford F-150, and you drive (laughs) an F-150. How offended would you be if I compared your team to a Chevy Silverado? Super offended. Really? I'm a Ford F-150 girl. Like That (laughs) that was my dream car when I was 16, and uh, when I got my first teaching job, I uh, went out and bought myself a brand new one. Uh, I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted black with chrome, a little bit of a lift. I, I had it all planned out. So yeah, I, wow. I'd be kind of offended. <laughs> so you, you're driving. You're driving the most uh, the most badass vehicle in the parking lot, aren't you? Oh, for sure. You haven't, for got, sure. You haven't come, come over to my parking lot and see my Toyota Tundra. It will out-muscle yours. Oh, 5.6. Let's go. <laughs> she's going to hang up on us. No, she's uh, going yeah, to no. drive over here and say, let's go. Let's do some donuts in the parking lot. Well, let's the, go. Yep. I, I'm up to the challenge. All right. I love the, it. Uh, the F-150 might have been the dream uh, for your first car, but you've had a dream conclusion of the season as well. Six Oh and one. Thanks for that. Uh, thumbs up on the segue, Todd, uh, six Oh and one in the team's last seven games. What's been clicking for you lately? 
gosh, you know, honestly, uh, like I said, I think it's just been a mentality. Um, I think our, uh, again, senior captain defenseman Hannah Baskin said it best uh, after the section final game when she said, um, you know, losing was not an option. We refused to lose. And, you know, I actually talked about that with the kids yesterday at practice. And I just said, you know, it's one thing to say that you want to win. I said, but every team says that. You know, Holy Family said that in the section final, like every team shows up wanting to win. I think it's another level when you have that that drive of hating to lose, like losing is not an option. And I really think, again, the the senior leaders, um, one of the games towards the end of the season, I asked them, I said, seniors, does this matter to you? We actually had a, a, a not a very good first period uh, against Blake. And I said, does this matter to you? And they said, yes. And I said, well, okay, then let's go. Everyone in here is valued. Everyone in here has an important role. I said, but we need to start laying it on the line for each other. And especially for the, for the seniors, they've earned it. They deserve it. And I said, and all of you at some point are going to be in their shoes and you're going to want and expect the same thing from your teammates. So let's get this done. And I, I really feel like that was kind of a turning point that has just kind of set the tone and the kids, like I said, have bought in, and they really have just, you know, poured it all out there for each other. Well, your team comes from what I think is one of the more underrated sections in the state. It, the semifinals, you know, everybody kind of compares each girls' high school section to section six, which has, you know, four of the top five teams in the semifinals pretty much every year. But mm-hmm. coming coming out of section two double A, do you think playing those types of teams like a holy family that has fifteen girls that can score, does that help prepare you for a state tournament where the teams you know are gonna have depth? You know, I would say I would say our entire season. Um, you know, this year was a little different with um, you know, COVID and some uh conferences um, you know, restricting their teams to only play within their conference. But I would say, you know, we try to set up the strongest, you know, schedule that we can throughout the year. Um, and we tried to do that to the best of our ability this year as well to um, prepare the kids. And so every night we want to play the best. We think we are one of the best. And so in order to challenge the kids so we are ready for the state tournament and section playoffs, um, that's what we try to do is set our schedule. So we're playing the top teams night in and night out. And I think playing in the late conference helps with that. Um, and then, you know, like you guys mentioned, the, you know, our section, um, you know, Eden Prairie, Holy Family, um, you know, even our quarterfinal game against Prior Lake. Um, I know their record didn't reflect necessarily their talent depth and their goalie, but, um, you know, they had a they had a solid team as well. You kind of touch on a couple of things here. And, and I, I know last year you know, was it was a tough in the end and we kind of talked about that. So. Uh, taking that piece and then going forward a little bit. I know, you know, you're going to start with Alexandria and then uh, you're on the same side as Edina. What do you think is going to be that key piece or that key item if you were a, a master chef, if you could? What's that key ingredient that you need to be successful at uh, the tournament and to get into that championship game and win this whole thing? Score more goals than the other team. that's plain and simple right that's That's the key to the game I you know and I told the kids that uh every single uh section playoff game you know that was that was kind of the key to the game as I said hey it's a simple game ladies it's hockey you guys have been playing it since you were little keep it simple move our feet put pucks on the net be ready to score on rebounds score more goals than they do that's the key to the game and you know Alexandria that's really the focus right now 
Um, we've done that all year. We, we haven't really looked ahead. We set our goals at the start of the season. We, we wanted to get back to the state tournament and to win a state championship. But I, I made sure that, you know, the kids were focused in on each and every single day. What are we going to do to get better every day and not to overlook anything? Just enjoy the journey, enjoy the process, making fun memories while you're doing it. Um, and so right now we're really just looking at Alexandria. You know, the staff is prepping and preparing, so we're ready for them. Um, and then after that, we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, we're just looking forward to, to getting there on Saturday and, and getting going. Speaking of Alexandria, do you think that it helps or hurts to have played them earlier in the season? You picked up a 5-2 win, I think, in maybe the one of the really, really early games this year. Does that help or hurt going into a second matchup? I don't think it's ever a bad thing to have faced a, an opponent uh, prior, um, especially, I guess, in our shoes where, you know, we, we did win. Um, but, you know, I think we know that we have to play 51 solid minutes. They're a good team, you know, kind of a Northern style team. They were fast. They were physical. Um, you know, they're special teams. They had two power play goals against us. So I think that gives us a little bit of insight going into Saturday. Now, granted, it's been, you know, a few months and weeks since we had played them, but, um, no, I think it's a good thing. And like I said, our, our staff does a great job of making sure that we're, we're looking at film and, and watching to see if there's any tendencies or any things that we need to prepare for. But, you know, it always goes back to, to our team and, you know, we're going to focus on playing skipper hockey and that's our plan for, for Saturday. You mentioned keeping it simple a few minutes ago. How much more important is that philosophy apply to Minnetonka considering that your first line is three underclassmen? <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's really kind of fun with these underclassmen. They, it's almost, they're like naive to kind of pressure situations. I think that they've had success as youth hockey players and I love it. They just come in with a, a fresh mindset where, Hey, they're just playing their game. And, you know, it's always good as, as a head coach to remind the team as a collective group to, you know, keep things simple and, and, you know, focus in on the details that we, you know, focus on each day of practice and, you know, just kind of our, our game and our mindset. But, um, you know, they, they do, they just go out there and, um, you know, they, they play, they play hard and um, they really don't let anything phase them, which is what I love. And, um, you know, I think the other key factor is just the chemistry. You know, you talk about, we have, we have younger players in our lineup which isn't really the norm for our program. Um, but they really have gotten along. Everybody gets along. So from the seniors down to, we have one eighth grader, first eighth grader in program history. And they really do, you can say cliche, like, hey, we're a family. This group truly has been a, a family this year. And it's been fun to watch. You talked a little bit about about that underclassmen. And and if I can bring in like the community piece of Minnetonka, where if you, you say, I mean, I know your predecessor before Eric Johnson really set the bar high with you know the back to back to back championships, and with the with the youth program, the girls do so well. You know the tens and the twelves and the fifteens, and you know, we just get done watching regions. So do you feel like these these freshmen, if you would, coming in or the eighth grader, they really like? I mean, I'm I'm kind of playing on the naive card that you spoke about before. Do you really think they come in with a little bit of more confidence than say a normal, if I would say, ninth grader? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think, you know, success breeds success. Winning breeds winning. And I think that's the expectation of our program from the top down. 
Um, you know, and again, one of the things that I, you know, really value is again, that, that family environment and, you know, as the high school coach, I know how important, you know, our youth association and the players at the youth level are. And so we really try to make it just a, a family community feel. Um, and, you know, and the kids, you know, I try to connect with those youth kids as much as possible and be involved as much as possible as time allows. And, you know, letting them know that I'm proud of them and the things that they're accomplishing at their level. And I think that they understand that that, you know, that's kind of the expectation. You know, when you play at Minnetonka, the expectation is to continuously grow as as a hockey player and as a person and to represent our community and our hockey program in the best way possible. And the kids do a phenomenal job. Does Rory Gilday uh, represent the association and the high school program. She obviously has to do it well. She's a Miss Hockey finalist. What can you say about Rory and her contribution to the program over the past few years? She is a phenomenal young lady. Um, one of the most genuine, nicest people you'll ever meet. Um, you know, she's a highly skilled athlete, a world-class athlete. You know, she was on that U18 Team USA um, team that won the gold medal in Slovakia. Um, you know, she's one of the best defensemen in the country and in the state. We uh, we clocked her slap shot this year uh, at 83 miles an hour. Um, so and and we've got a we've got a really high quality radar gun. This isn't one of those like chintzy hundred dollar ones. Like we <laughs> we put the money into getting a good one, so we feel pretty confident that it's accurate. Um, and it's just fun because the girls just, I mean, it was almost like practice stop. We had different stations going on and we had the kids divided up. And so when, when it was Rory's turn to boom, uh, the whole practice just kind of stopped because everybody was watching and uh, everybody just like went nuts when she hit 83 because she had hit 81. And then, uh, yeah, her last one, she got 83. And so, I mean, she's just a phenomenal athlete, but just a great great human being, um, best teammates, I mean, all the kids love and respect her. And, um, you know, she just brings it on the ice every night. You know, she's in charge of shutting down some of the, you know, state's top forwards. She does that. She adds offense to our team. I mean, she does, she does it all. She quarterbacks our, our top power play unit. Um, I mean, I can't say enough about her. She's just, she's just a great person and a great hockey player. Has anyone tried to block one of her slap shots in practice? I tell you what, I wouldn't, <laughs> I'd be getting out of the way. And, you know, it's kind of a, it's not a joke, but we tell her that we're like, Hey, you know, if you boom one in a game, I'm guessing the other team's going to be a little bit more hesitant to get out and try to block that. So, uh, you know, the more you could do that in the first period, that would probably, uh, that'd go a long way. The intimidation um, factor. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I play college hockey, but I, I won't be getting in front of her shot. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of shots, we've talked a lot about some of the big shots on your team. Obviously, you know, goaltender Bryn Dulak we haven't talked much about, but she's had a really nice, solid year. And obviously the defensive core, she's, the, you know, one of the best third defensemen you have, um, and, along with Rory and, and then your, your freshman with, uh, with Lindsay and Grace. But who on your team would you feel is kind of like that unsung hero, that, that player that doesn't get all the stats, doesn't show up on the score sheet, but, but she really is a glue player for the squad this year? Oh, you know, I, I could name a couple of kids, to be honest, in that role. Go ahead. Um, name got, them all. Got, yeah, got, name name away. <laughs> nothing but time. Um, you know, I would say Olivia LaRoche. Um, she's number two. She is a junior. 
she um, started out the year. She is a defenseman, um, but she we, we just needed to make a few adjustments heading into playoffs. And I moved her to forward. Um, you know, we used her at forward a couple times last year um, when actually Rory and Maggie were were gone. Um, you know, with that Team USA team, we just kind of juggled some things around. And um, anyway, so she's a very versatile kid, and so she can play defense and forward. And so we moved her to forward, and she has she's been lights out. I mean, she's physical. She grinds and battles down low in the corners. Um, she scored a couple of big goals for us in the, in the playoffs. Um, she just was a force as a forward. And yet if we needed to play defense, um, there were a couple of moments where killing penalties, it was like, Hey, can we get live down here at defense? Yep. You know, we're sending her down and then she hops out, plays defense and blocking shots. Um, so she kind of can do it all. And, and that's been huge. She's also one of our biggest, um, verbal leaders. She, um, she, she's always talking, she's yelling for the puck. She's talking out in the ice, but yet, you know, on the bench, she's the kid that's the energy kid going up and down, like, come on, white, you know, come on, blue, let's, you know, or, you know, let's stay positive, do this. You know, I, I just love it. She just brings kind of every aspect to the game. Um, so she's a kid that definitely has been, you know, kind of an, an unsung hero, um, and then I would say our eighth grader, Lauren Mack, she's also been kind of in that role where she just kind of quietly does her does her thing. Um, she's super steady. Um, she plays all three zones, um, really reliable in the D zone, plays great defensive zone, um, helps us break the puck out. And she's super crafty with the puck, super elusive with the puck. And for such a young kid, um, just watching her poise in her game is is really um, it's impressive. Um, you know, she adds offense. Um, it was great. The team has been pulling for her. She has just been snake bit. She has, I don't know how many assists. And like I said, creates offense pretty much every shift just has been snake bit this year. She just, she hadn't scored a goal. And in the section final game, she buried one. It was, it was beautiful. And the bench went absolutely bananas <laughs> and it was super fun to watch. Um, her teammate just, you know, support her and know how important her role is on our team. So. Well, I would she, say those two kids. She's got uh, she has ten assists. So numbers wise, she is creating offense. Do you ever find yourself? Uh, obviously, you're trying to stay focused on this season with this group because this group is so balanced and so solid. But do you ever catch yourself looking ahead and thinking, "Boy, we got Matt coming back, Avar coming back, Sedura coming back, Distad coming back, Goldsworthy, all of these young players that have been so good already as underclassmen." Yeah. Do you ever catch yourself looking down the road a little bit? Uh, you're right. I mean, the focus is on the, on the here and now. Um, and, you know, obviously with the seniors that will be, you know, graduating after this year, we will absolutely miss them for so many reasons. You know, like I said, hockey, just the people that they are, the role models, the mentoring that they've done for these younger kids. But, you know, honestly, the times that I catch myself is, so I have uh, three kids of my own and they like to come and watch and cheer on the skippers. And so when, when they start talking, um, at home is when I kind of catch myself because they they're very into it and so they're like so Rory Gilday she's a senior so she leaves yep she leaves and you know because they like, little kids they kind of become attached to you know the players yeah they're and like then big it's, sisters yeah absolutely and then all of a sudden it'll be like okay but you know uh, Lindsay Avar nope she's only in ninth grade how about Kendra Dissett? No, nope, only in ninth grade. <laughs> and so when they start bringing up some of those kids, uh, that's when it kind of you know strikes me. And it's like, yeah, we're 
we've got some really talented kids that are are going to be around for years to come, which is really exciting and fun. Is there a level of confidence that you and the coaching staff have in your underclassmen to roll out? We asked um, Stillwater coach, we asked Mira about rolling out a freshman in a section final and goal, and you're sending your ninth graders out on a first line up against some of the state's best. There has to be a certain level of confidence that the coaching staff has in those players. Yeah, 100%, 100% confident in any of the kids that are in our lineup to put them out in any different types of situations, um, you know, matching lines against, you know, other top boards, other top lines, um, 100% confidence in those kids. And I think they've proven that and shown that throughout the season and just the, again, the success that we've had. Um, you know, one of the games that comes to mind is that that first game against Edina on the road. You know, it was a great back and forth game. We ended up coming up short three to two, but that was really kind of a tell for us. You know, yes, we had some success early on, but when we, you know, played in that that game on the road, we were like, yep, yep, these girls are for real. <laughs> and we, we thought that, we knew that, but they really proved it, I thought, that night and ever since that point in time. And so it's, like I said, it's just been really fun as a coach to just watch them continue to to grow and to be successful at the varsity level and really be, I mean, some of the top players in the conference and in the state. All right. So we, we've run the gauntlet of questions. So now I've got a million dollar question for you. Oh boy. All right. The people want to know, we feel lied to Tracy. We feel (laughs) so lied to how many wins do you have in your career? (laughs) Is it 200? It is when I reach 200, uh, that is where the, uh, the questions and the lying might come into play <laughs> as you stated. Maybe misled. So, <laughs> yeah. Misled. That's right. So the funny story was I had no idea. I, that's not what I'm about. I'm all about the girls and being a positive role model and being here for them. Um, you know, I had no idea that I was approaching that milestone. Uh, my husband is one of the uh, varsity assistant coaches. Uh, he's been coaching with me since 2013. Um, he actually was on the boys' side for a while. That's actually how we met. He was coaching on the boys' side at Rosemount. I was on the girls' side. And uh, just at that point in time, 2013, it was like, all right, it's kind of hard to juggle two varsity schedules, three children. So how about we simplify this? And uh why don't you come coach for me? And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I may have said I'm a better coach than you, but it just makes sense. Why don't you just come over here? Sure. <laughs> uh, so it's, he said, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the I'm, head coach at the house, right? At the, at the Casado household. That's correct. That's correct. So yeah. So work too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he was, he was secretly keeping track and I didn't know this. So we, we win against Blake on, Monday, March 8th. And we get home, do the normal thing. You know, kids like to come with, like I said, cheer the skippers on. So we're tucking them in. Um, you know, we start looking at other scores from that, you know, whoever played recently and then started looking at the game from the night. And uh, he comes over and he's like, congratulations on the win coach. And I'm like, thanks. You too. It was a good one. Like I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, weirdo. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. All right. 
Uh, and then he's like, no, congratulations. That was your 200th win. And I was like, wow, really? And I was like, how do you know that? And he goes, I've been keeping track. And I was Hi. like, oh, I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. Well, come to find out, uh, David LeVake from the Star Tribune wanted to do a story. So he does his own uh, digging mm-hmm. and finds out that uh, my husband, Mike, missed two games, which makes sense. We played Achiever Academy back in 2013 oh, when we were at Oh, yeah, and they forfeited their entire season. They broke some Minnesota State High School League rules, which is a no-no. And yes. um, yeah, well, we we will we legit did beat them in both the games that we played, and then they ended up forfeiting, which that goes down as two wins anyway, as one zero. But they didn't show up anywhere, hmm. and so that's where he was too short. So in reality. I reached the milestone on February 27th against Moorhead. So that's kind of the story on that. But I am actually past now 200. So, so yeah, totally weren't lied to, but yeah. <laughs> well, you get a round of applause from us. I don't know if you can hear the clapping, but congratulations hey, thank you. on going over 200 wins. Uh, we look forward to seeing your team play next week at the state tournament. Uh, I can't legally say as a journalist that we'll be rooting for you but uh i'll let todd take us home and and we'll wrap it up oh nope he's waving me off nope i'm taking it home no i want to ask you a question off air just because i it's i I don't want to have a part of the interview just there's a part of me that i want to ask you a quick question afterwards but we don't have to have a part of the interview so uh tracy thanks again for taking time out of your day uh and uh having this time with us and you know Aside from Peter, I will wish you the best of luck this weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend. You know, that's what's the great thing is there's not really that, oh, my gosh, they are going to win at all. I think really every single team has got an ultimate chance in this weekend. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. That's why you play the game, right? So we're, uh, like you said, we're just, we're focused on Saturday. And, um, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a, it was a blast and uh, a lot of fun. So thank you. All right. So while we're, we're going to end the interview now and then just hold on the phone so I can do that.